And I can see the ground now, I'm way too gone, way too gone. Alright, legends, welcome back to yet another episode, dude, of Get Around Me. What a time to be alive, dude. Feel the hype, spread the hype, etc. I feel fantastic, dude. Fantastic. I just watched a, uh, a G-Flip TikTok and almost cried. But like, in the right way, you know? Feeling good. Feeling bloody good. And it's a new week and it's a new lockdown in this fantastic country. WA, welcome to the game, okay? You bloody sand gropers, you thought you were too cool for school. You thought, oh, we're so far away, COVID does, doesn't even know where we live, you know? You thought it was some sort of a game of hide and seek, you know? We're going to sit over here between a fucking massive desert and we'll go, we'll go some ocean on the other side. Try and find us, COVID. Try and find us. But, you know, COVID's a slippery bitch. And, you know, you got security guards going around licking everyone. And it's always the most active people that get COVID. You know, no one ever gets COVID and then just fucking jumps straight into a Seinfeld marathon for three days. You know, as soon as you get COVID, you know, some people don't have symptoms. Other people do. One of the biggest symptoms seems to be the need to get out and about. Okay, you get COVID, all of a sudden you want to call up your friends from primary school. Jamo, what's happening? I haven't seen you in 20 years. Let's catch up. Bring your kids and your elderly grandparents. I want to see everyone. Okay? We're doing a cafe tour into a pub crawl. Alright, then we might get a ferry down to freaking Margaret River and back. You know? Might go to some sort of a, a freaking a warehouse rave party where everyone's just sweating. You know? I don't know why, but I've just got the urge to get out and about. It's COVID, bruh. It's COVID. I don't know why as well, the, the overseas strains seem so much more intimidating. You know, it's like, oh, it's the English strain. Oh, you know, it's the South African strain too. The South African strain, that does sound scary. I will say most likely targets black people if it's as on brand as advertised. Um, but yeah, dude, these overseas strains, they're coming in hot. Perth is back into lockdown. You know, it, a Perth lockdown seems like Tahiti may as well be in lockdown. Dude, Perth is so far away. It's so far away. It's hilarious that that's even still Australia. It's five and a half hours, you know? Dude, if I'm five and a half hours on a plane, when I get off, you better be speaking some other language, okay? I don't want to hear some freaking, some guy in high vis say, get a cunt, you know? It's like I'm still in Australia. I was up there for three days. You're kidding. So it's a wild time. And it feels like sort of every capital city is getting their turn at getting fucked over. Okay, Melbourne had their run. And that was a long run as well, Melbourne. Impressive stuff. Sydney, though, we upped it a bit, okay? Because Melbourne said, we're going to go into lockdown for maybe two months. Might have been three, might have been one, okay? Um... When everyone, all my Melbourne friends were whinging about the lockdown, I just unfollowed them. So it's very hard to keep track of what was happening down there. Um, but then Sydney goes, oh, you want to go into lockdown for two months? We're going to do a gentleman's two weeks, but we're going to do Christmas and New Year's, dude. Okay. And including Billy Darcy's birthday. 
which is a public holiday in Sydney, if you weren't aware. Okay? And then Perth has just come through. Yeah, per- typical Perth fashion. A good effort. February, you know, middle of summer. The Fringe World Festival uh, is in doubt, the rest of it. Which sucks, dude. I was so jealous of all my Perth uh, comedian mates. I got mates over there doing literally eight to ten shows a night. Okay? Eight to ten a night. That is wild. I can't even... I can't do eight in a week here in Sydney. Like, eight in two weeks in Sydney, at the moment, you'd be like, that's great. That's pretty much the most you could do. You know? Whereas... Before COVID, you could knock over 10 in a week in Sydney, and it was great. But I had mates doing 10 in a night in Perth. Perth is wild, you know. Like, I've done um, five in a night in Perth. That was my record. Maybe six. And it's so fun when you're just bouncing around doing all these shows. So I was super jealous. And the other thing was, I didn't go to Fringe World Perth this year, or Adelaide Fringe, or Melbourne Comedy Festival, because... Because I feared that something like this would happen. And I will say, though, the people that did go over... I mean, it's most, mostly... <laughs> it's mostly just Perth comedians. Because, like, the quarantine's just not worth it, dude. But, dude, Perth comedians were selling out, dude. Because there's, like, half the acts. There's still the same amount of people in Perth. But there's, like, half the shows on. So, everyone's just selling out, having the time of their life. So, I was very jealous... Perth, that sucks. And I want to say, hot tip, I think Brisbane's next. Brisbane is getting a little bit lippy for mine. Brisbane, I mean, as the further north you go, the more arrogant it gets, dude. You know? And also, for Brisbane to, to not be in lockdown with Byron Bay just over the border. Dude, people in Byron Bay don't even believe in coronavirus. They're just licking anything they can. They're licking frogs. They're licking people. You know? You got Byron Bay right there and nothing's happened and everyone holidays in Byron Bay. Dude, Brisbane, watch yourself. That's all I'll say. I don't know what their version of Gladys is called, but they look kind of similar, the Premier. I want to say maybe Emily. Premier Emily of Queensland. Watch yourself, okay? Adelaide, I think Adelaide might be so shit they can't even get a lockdown right. I mean, Adelaide tried to do a lockdown, but it turned out some guy just lied about having a fucking... Because he, was, he wasn't getting paid enough money at a pizza shop or something, so he lied about having COVID. That's so Adelaide of you, Adelaide. But yeah, Perth, good luck. Brisbane, I reckon you're next. Strap in. But what do we got going on? Um, oh, firstly, this is big. This is something I'd never thought I'd have to bring up on the pod again. But... That's life, you know? It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Unfortunately, it has begun again. And by it, I mean our war with the garbage men. Okay? Now, these garbage men... I don't want to sort of, you know, bash garbage men. You know, it's kind of punching down because they're garbage men. You know, you think they don't have the best lives. But some of these garbage men have a goddamn attitude problem, Okay? And guess what? I have a justice problem because I love it too much. All right. So if these garbage men want to freaking have a dig, I'm here for it. And what happened was uh, we have a green vegetation bin that we spray painted yellow um, to put all the bottles in because we are huge piss heads. Come on, lads. 
come on lads woo you know <laughs> but basically we've been doing it for about a year and a half and before that when our neighbors moved out and there was no one living next door we stole their bins okay we uh we love to recycle here and here at the lad pad and there's been no issues unfortunately Macca went out with the bins to put them out on the morning of as the garbage guy rocked up now some of the paint on the green bin has started to flake you can see the green underneath the yellow you know it's not high quality paint i stole it from westfield when i used to work there it's for line marking car parks it's not for painting bins okay um but the garbage man has had a huge go at Macker. He said, this is the last time and that next time he won't be picking up our yellow bin that's spray painted. Okay. Firstly, my first question is, what's it to you, mate? All right. It's all going to the same place. Who gives a fuck what the color the lid is? Okay. There's bottles in there. You're, the, you're doing the bottle run. You know, less yapping, more fucking taking the bottles, <laughs> you know? Dude, like, how hard is it? And also, these green bins, they're a waste of a bin. How much vegetation waste are we supposed to produce per fortnight? You know, I'm not, we're not freaking, we're not working in deforestation. You know, I'm not, I don't have a wood chipper out the back that I'm just freaking putting old Christmas trees into or something. The green bin is just sitting there. It's empty. It's gone to waste. Okay. We do have quite a bit of uh, sort of a pile of branches in our front yard, but bush turkeys made a nest in there and we're too scared to go near it now, okay? I think it's infested with bird mites and or pretty aggressive bush turkeys, okay? So not only is the green bin going unused, we were smart enough to spray paint it yellow, fool you for about a year and a half, okay? You know, this garbage guy, he said, he said, I know what you guys have done as if it was fucking Blue's Clues. You know, we got Matthew McConaughey over here in The Lincoln Lawyer solving murders. Mate, the fucking paint was peeling off, okay? You could see it from across the street. Don't get on your high horse about the color of the bin. I won't have it. And I don't care if I put a fucking... I don't care if I put a bin out there with no lid. A rainbow lid. I don't care if the bin's upside down. I don't care if I'm out there holding one loose bottle that I hand to you myself, okay? If it's bin day and it's on the curb, fucking take it, dude okay fucking take it you know i don't care if macca puts his ex-girlfriend out there one morning chuck her in with the bottles all right so the garbage man uh i have a message we will not be backing down i i recall the last war where you refused to pick up our garbage for about three weeks and it started to pile up i don't recall being nervous then and i don't recall being nervous now okay Go back to your garbage headquarters and ask the last garbage guy who had a go at us what happened. You know, I doubt he even still works in the industry, dude. He's probably a fucking graphic designer by now. So, yeah. Battle lines drawn, garbage men. You pieces of shit. Um, but, yeah, let's crack into what I've been up to. This is just a quick one. I've suffered quite a serious injury during the week. Don't know if you can see that on the camera, my finger. But there's a hole in the end of my finger. This is just a quick one. This is embarrassing, though. Mac has got this weird sort of guillotine blade situation thing to cut up veggies. 
I don't know how it really works. You sort of, it's like a thing. It's poorly made. I think he bought it off one of those TV ads. It's like one of these razor blade things. You're fucking jing, jing, jing. Like you hold the, I don't know how to describe it. You hold it. It's like kind of a board with a blade in it. And you're like, jing, jing, jing. And then it spits out pieces of cucumber or whatever. Or pieces of my finger. I found out the hard way. Unfortunately, Maka entrusted me to cut up the veggies for dinner the other night. And I quickly sliced the top of my finger off and then um, bled all over the fresh produce. So not only did I hurt myself, um, also I don't think that blade had been properly washed and the infection I received after would confirm that. Uh, But I also uh, ruined dinner. So I don't know. Uh, I think that's not much of a yarn, but maybe a warning. Uh, Be careful in the kitchen, dude. Be careful in the kitchen. That's why I'm strictly dishes. Strictly dishes, dude. Uh, Because I simply... I don't know. I haven't completed my relevant safety checks. It showed in my performance. Um, And yeah, waiting for the end of my finger to grow back. I can't even type at work. It's right on the end of my finger. So when I hit a key, it's like, ow, 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 ow. Uh, which is not good for my overall productivity as I'm already kind of pretty incompetent as is. So now I'm, I'm working, I'm, I'm one finger down, typing away, beep, 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 boop, 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 you know, sending robots messages and stuff, stuff you do at work. Very exciting. But all right, let's crack into the weekend. Uh, firstly, Friday did nothing. Okay. Saturday went out. Few things happened Saturday. Uh, some good, some bad, some in between. Let's crack into it. Okay. Saturday night, I head out. Again, I received no, uh, you know, the pub's cranking. I received no inside oil from any bouncers. I have to line up like a commoner. Okay. Me and the lads usually sneak in. Unfortunately, I have to line up like a goddamn commoner. Uh, get in, meet a few of Macca's mates who are absolute legends, and, you know, they're, they're fucking champions, these blokes, but immediately I'm like, oh, g'day lads, I'm Billy, and they're like, yeah, mate, we met you last week, and my first thought is like, oh, for fuck's sake, Bill, you know, because I'm not very good with names and faces, and it's a, and, and it's a bad quality to have, it's a really bad quality to have, when you meet someone, and then I'll run into them two weeks later and be like, g'day, I'm Bill, and it turns out I chatted to them for like 20 minutes the week before, you know? And this isn't just when I'm drunk. Like, I'm not good with it sober either. I'm obviously a lot better with it sober, but it's a bad quality. and I, It's one I'm trying to get better at. So I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, Bill, you met these blokes you don't even remember, you piece of shit, you know? But it turns out um, they came around on uh, UFC last Sunday when I was already blacked out on the couch with like, you know, two tons of garbage piled up on top of me. All the lads came around and they hung out at my place for like an hour while I was just asleep on the couch, which actually, even though it's embarrassing, made me feel a lot better, okay? And there was some good bands there. They were like, yeah, mate, we met you last week. Fuck, you're a bit quiet for a comedian, you know, this sort of stuff. Fuck, absolute bands. Bands is flying. Um, and I felt better, even though it was embarrassing. Um, but then uh, we had some inspirational stuff. So we, we meet up with these girls we know, friends of ours, and they're hanging out with like maybe some of the biggest blokes I've ever seen. And maybe like four or five, like just super rugby 
built men, like six foot four, just enormous men. 120 kilos, giants, okay? And you're like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, we've lost the birds before even in the race, you know? You gotta be quick. It's the quick and the dead, as they say. But then we go over, bup, 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 say hi to the girls. Turns out a few of these lads listen to the podcast, okay? Dynamic shift. There's a new alpha in town, and you're looking at him, okay? One of the blokes takes a photo with me. I thought, that's the nail in the coffin, okay? This is this is a huge dynamic shift, all right? So, I, you know, I meet these blokes. To be fair to them, they're absolute fucking legends. Um, but then me and uh, my roommate, Adam, we sit at another table further away, just just us two. There was no room at their table. And also, I didn't really want to sit there. And uh, anyway, all the girls end up ditching those huge blokes sitting with us. Iconic stuff. Iconic stuff, you know. In the 1920s, dude, if you... If some six foot eight guy was with your bird, that was it, dude, okay? Unless you wanted to fight him out the front, um, which I personally didn't. And But now, you know, you can start a podcast and you can you can change the game forever. And, you know, I'm not small. I'm like six foot two, but I can't fight for shit. And these guys had about 40 kilos on me. So, you know, that's the game now. But, you know, you put out a good podcast, you can change the momentum of the situation. Now I've got the podcast, I've got Adzi across from me, I've got 26 White Claws, and I've got the girls at my table, okay? And that's the power of the audio medium. Um, one of the girls then proceeded to tell me that she thought my podcast was okay, but it needs famous guests to make it more interesting. So, you know, it was an alpha moment for me, but then, you know, straight into a, a pretty serious humbling. So that's life, you know, ups, downs, everything in between. Um, but it was exciting stuff. Now, this next bit, I think I might have been a massive, massive dick to these to this guy, but I'm not sure, okay? This could go either way, this one. So, I will say, I'm, I'm drinking White Claws in pubs now. I don't know if anyone else is doing, is doing this. <laughs> a little testy pop. Um, now, the reason for this, firstly, the White Claws and the, the Hard Fizz, you know, all the hard fizz, the, the, it's like a Australian white claw, I think. I've never had it, but they've got all the coolest celebrities repping hard fizz. Like every surfer chick I follow, like Fisher, the uninspired, unemployed, or the inspired, unemployed, whichever one it is. Those, they're cool as shit, whatever you say. Um, like all the coolest people on who are popular, hard fizz, their marketing department is smashing it. You know, I want to have a hard fizz right now. Um... But I don't even know where you buy Hard Fizz, to be honest. But anyway, the White Claws. And this whole seltzer... You know, the seltzers are in. They're here. The vodka sodas. And I love them. i got to say, I do love them. Now, what I don't love is for a case of White Claws... Now, keep in mind, a case of VB, which I drink, is about $48. Okay, a case of Carlton Draft, which is a bit of a treat, $55. case of Coronas, $50. And I got my brother a case of Stoner Woods for, for Christmas, okay? They're his favorite beer. That's a premium beer. That's an $80 case, okay? And my brother Joe stiffed me because we have a system in place. You know, each year we just get each other a case of beer, okay? No stress, no fuss. And so I, he goes, what do you want? I go, case of Green Demons, VB. And I go, what do you want? He goes, case of Stoner Wood. I go, no stress. Now, I've never bought a case of Stoner Wood before, but that, it was like an $85 case. He stiffed me hard. 
Okay. Um, now, keep in mind, now, $85 for a case of stone wood, that's too much. Then, um, I don't know if anyone drinks, uh, there's this beautiful beverage, Four Pines Ginger Beer. Now, that's a fantastic beverage. A case of that, you're looking at about $95. Okay. Now, a case of fucking White Claw, dude, $125 for a fucking case. What the fuck? Are you fucking, like, $125? That should be three cases. Two cases. Even then, I'd be... Two case. I'd buy one case for 65 and I'd, I'd, I'd have a word to the Dan Murphy's guy. I'd be like, geez, these are pricey. At $65, I'm delivering a snide comment. At $125, dude, I refuse. I'm out, okay? Even if I had the money, okay? Even if I had that sort of cash that I could just spend $125 on a case... I'm not buying that on principle, dude. I'm not supporting that business model. I'm not living in a world where a case of anything costs 120 anything, okay? I don't care if you're talking rupees, dineros, or fucking... I don't know, a third currency. Insert your own example there, okay? It's ridiculous, okay? So I don't drink White Claws. Because then you can buy a four-pack for 20 bucks, but I, I don't need four of anything, dude. I need six or 24. Those are the rules. I don't make them. I just live by them. Okay, so basically what I'm getting at is I don't drink White Claws. But I found that at the pubs, you can get a vodka soda or vodka lime and soda, I should say, for $10. And that's one shot of vodka. That's your one standard drink. Or you can get a White Claw for $10. Now, I'm not sure if this is across all pubs. You can get a White Claw for $10. That's 1.2 standard drinks. You get no ice in it as well. Um, you get an extra point two of a standard. And you can carry about 46 white claws in your hand. Whereas I can only carry, you know, four vodka sodas with, before I have to get a tray. And we all know trays are for beta males and freaking, I don't know, Scott Morrison. Fuck, my example game is poor today. You just know Scott Morrison at the pub is coming over with two beers on a tray. You did, and, and he's like nervous the whole way. He's like, no one bumped me, no one bumped me, no one bumped me. And they're fucking 4X light beers as well, dude. That guy's a fucking nerd, dude. Um, but yeah, what am I talking about? Okay, yeah, 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 okay. Sorry, guys. Got off of that whole white claw thing. Um, but the deal is... Okay, so here's the deal. I've been drinking white claws at the pubs. Okay, now... Um, due to COVID and stuff, they've, this pub I go to, they've got like a little roped off, like they've roped off where you need to line up for the bar. Okay. And now I am behind three guys. All right. It's three guys. And then it's me. They're a group of three. I'm by myself. Okay. Now I had friends at the pub, but it was my round. So that's why I was by myself. Okay. I do have friends. Um, now what happened was these three girls come in the front door. The, the bars, you can near the front door type thing. So these three girls come in the front door. Again, no issue, no must, no fuss. Okay. Now, the guy in front of me says, hey, these girls are with us. So they're going to jump in front. Now, I have a problem. Okay. Now, is this being a dick or am I, where does the needle land on this? Because I was blind when I did this. So he goes, the girls are with us. So they're just going to jump in front. I was like, oh, no stress, man. I'll just jump in front of you. And then we're all kosher. And so I just I just jumped in front of these three blokes. 
I went to the bar next. The guy's just abusing me. He's like, you're a fucking loser. You're a prick. What's wrong with you, mate? You're a piece of shit. This sort of stuff. Um, you know when you're so blind, though, you just feel numb inside? Like, I don't know if it was because, like, I don't like. I literally just didn't give a fuck. But here's the thing, dude. Okay, so I'm trying to order my 26 White Claws. Um, I know the bartender as well. So, you know, it's not great for my... You know, I'm talking to a friend of mine behind the bar. This guy's calling me a fucking everything under the sun. Now, am I in the wrong or am I in the right? Because I'm not letting... These three girls have just arrived. They're all going to order fucking cocktails. They're going to skip me. Now, I've got to sit behind them and wait for freaking 67 mango daiquiris to be made up. When I'm just here for the claws, I don't even need... I don't even need anything poured. I just need the cans from the fridge. And also, I'm in front of the girls. So... I honestly, at the time, when I stood in front of him, I thought justice has been served, courtesy of the kid, Billy the Kid, okay? But then, after maybe the five minutes straight of abuse, I thought, maybe there's two sides to this story, you know? Um, and so, this guy's abusing me, but yeah, whatever, don't, don't care. Um, but then, I thought about it the next day when I was hungover, I was like, hmm, I don't know. Because, you know, it's one thing to have, like, one mate jump in the queue, you know, and if you're just ordering him a beer, but it was three, it was three girls, they've all just arrived, they're all gonna order fucking God knows what, you know, the line exists for a reason, or am I a cunt? I don't know, right in, right in, I say, but yeah, I, do, I honestly don't know with that one, that could go either way, but then I got my, if, if I was being a cunt, I got instant karma later, um, got, oh, well, I got booted from the pub, obviously, but, um, not for that incident, but, uh, get booted from the pub, go outside, walk past the old, you know, these news agents slash tobacconists or whatever they're called, treat myself to a beautiful stig, you know, one of these vapes and, uh, these vapes, dude, they'll kill us all. Okay. I'm not advocating vaping. Um, but there's a reason they're so goddamn addictive and they're a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, they're, they're trash. I only smoke them on the weekends and I always hate myself for it, but they're also fucking fun. So I treat myself to a beautiful vape, only pink lemonade, the only flavor left, which I'm not stoked about, but you know, easy come, easy go. So I crack open the vape, brand new packet, take the rubber off, two hits of this thing. This girl I'm walking with, who's a friend of mine says, Billy, can I have a go on that? No stress. Then I'm off in my own head for about two seconds because it's about 1am I could try and get into another pub, but I probably can't get in. I don't know. I'm kind of wrecked. You know, it's a big day, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Turn around. The girl who's got my vape is gone. Thin air. You know? That was a $25 vape. I paid $12.50 per puff. You know? So the vape's gone. Instant karma. Was it for the line incident? Was it for something I did the previous day? I'm not sure. Okay. But yeah. So that was, uh, that was a loss at the end of the night. But what happened next was we jump in this Uber. So we jump in this Uber and I say what I say when I get into every Uber when I'm hammered. Okay. I say immediately, excuse me, may I connect to your Bluetooth? Okay. I'm blind and I need to play some Machine Gun Kelly at the loudest volume you have available. Thank you. Um, now this guy, this piece of shit, okay. I go, may I connect to your Bluetooth? And he goes, what's wrong with this? Bluetooth's already connected. Like super aggressive. He's playing his own music. Now, this is where I get a little bit on into the ruder side of things. I said, 
I said, mate, I don't want to listen to this shit. And he's like, what's your fucking problem? And I'm like, mate, you know, come on, customer's always right. I want to play some music. And he's listening to freaking, it's like, I don't even, I can't even remember what it was, but it sucked. Okay. Take my word for it. It sucked. It was not to my personal taste. Now I might be old school, but I think when I jump in an Uber, every song you play should be to my personal taste. Okay. Can we get that feature on the Uber app? You can fucking plug in a few artists that you like and they'll fire up a few songs for you. So I'm not listening to fucking R. Kelly or whatever this guy was playing. It was some R&B bullshit, dude. So this guy is like, mate, shut up. Then Adam, who I'm with, gets a call. It's, it's, it's our Uber driver. We're in the wrong Uber. Thank God. You know? So we get to get out of this uh, um, abusive guy's Uber. You know, I give, when I shut the door, I give it a little bit extra. You know? I say, fucking see you later. Oh, dude. So, here's the deal. Israel Folau is back in the news. Now, Israel Folau is... Some would say a friend of the pod. <laughs> By that, I mean, this guy is so... <laughs> he's so... Like, he's just provided me with, like, about... You know, an hour's worth of content over the last year. Just with the... The weird, horrific stuff he does, dude. This guy, he's the reigning champion of all you had to do was nothing and you couldn't do that, okay? Um, he's a celebrity who just... All he has to do is catch the football. Just catch the ball, Izzy. And he just ha- he's just so goddamn lippy, isn't he? He's just so goddamn lippy. Um, you know, he previously said, uh, all drunks, adulterers, liars, and thieves are all going to burn in hell. Um, he said the bushfires... <laughs> I can't even get through this next bit. He said, um, <laughs> this guy, he said the bushfires were God's punishment for passing gay marriage. Imagine that, dude. Imagine, imagine these people of the South Coast of New South Wales, their whole town doesn't exist anymore. Okay? And there's Israel Flower going, well, I mean, I told you to vote no. You know? <laughs> dude, this guy is unbelievable. Okay, he's unbelievable. Now, here's the thing. Apparently, he might be coming back to play for the St. George Dragons in the NRL. Okay, and I saw a poll on news.com.au. 50% of people said they're fine with it. There was like two options that said like, um, he's said too much, too much baggage, should not be allowed to play. And then uh, he's a sports star, doesn't matter what he says off the field. It was 50-50 which I found to be um, quite shocking, you know? And there's a few things on this, dude. Firstly, rugby league fans supporting Israel Folau. He said all drunks, adulterers, liars, and thieves are going to burn in hell. I'm pretty sure if we had a Venn diagram of rugby league fans and drunks, adulterers, liars, and thieves... If they were two circles, that that Venn diagram would be as close to one fucking circle as you could possibly get it. Okay, I don't know how any rugby league fan could possibly support this guy when he's been on record saying you should burn in hell. You know? There's this there seems to be this notion that he just hates gays. He hates a lot of people. Including, I would imagine, most people who are forty six beers deep on the hill at a fucking rugby league game, you know? That, that's like Tim, him saying drunks are going to burn in hell and rugby league supporters going along with it. That's like Tim Payne saying anyone who supports the test team 
deserve to be hit by a bus. And I'm like, ah, oh, well, you know, he's still a great player and a great captain, so you can't take that too seriously. And Tim Payne's like, no, Billy Darcy especially should be hit by a bus. And I'm like, well, you know, he's a sports star. I don't buy into what he says off the field, you know, as long as he keeps keeps catching that ball, you know? It's fucking ridiculous, dude. And also, if I'm a St. George Dragons fan, I would not want Israel Folau playing for my club. I personally go for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I would not want to see that fucking weird cunt in red and green, okay? It'd be so weird, you know? And, like, every press... like, And also, it's not good for the club. Because, you know, clubs have images and memberships. You know, NRL clubs are driven a lot by memberships. If I'm the CEO of a club, Israel Folau playing, I think, is going to lose a lot of memberships. Which is going to lose a lot of money and a lot of fans. So I don't know why any NRL club would want him. Um, and also, he's basically a time bomb. You know, you can't let him do a fucking press conference. You have to confiscate his Twitter, his Instagram. You know, God forbid he goes out for dinner and some freaking two gay guys freaking kiss kiss each other on the cheek or something. That'll be fucking 25 tweets later. He'll be saying we all deserve to freaking get eaten by Godzilla or some shit. You know, anyone who has a beer is a fucking low-breed criminal. This guy's... You know, I cannot believe the NRL would, are looking into possibly leading him back into the fucking, into the league. It's beyond me. It's beyond me. And I don't, the thing I don't like about it is I don't like this idea that if you're, you can say horrific things if you're a good enough player. You know, like if Israel Folau was a utility back rower who only played 20 minutes a game and he said, uh, all gays should burn in hell along with drunks, adulterers, and thieves, and, uh, you know, the bushfires, everyone who died in, like, the bushfires, like, you deserve them for your sins. If he wasn't good, people would just fuck him off immediately, and that would be the end of it. But there's this idea that, like, if you catch a certain amount of balls or score a certain amount of tries, you can fucking fly off the handle at whoever you want, and it's okay, you know? There's this idea that, like, like how many tries is it? before you can fucking rip on a guy in a wheelchair and no one says anything, you know? How many uh, how many balls do you have to catch before you can just say whatever the fuck you want with no consequences? You know, free speech exists, but so does hate speech, dude. Like, it's got to go both ways. And this whole thing that, like, oh, like... And it's like, I, I read this thing, um... Dude, I, I watched an Alan Jones video, or oh, I don't know what you say, like a... Not an interview, but like he's like the news host just talking to the camera. A segment. I watched an Alan Jones segment on it, dude. It's fucking hilarious. Dude, Alan Jones is a wild, wild, wild man. You know, he's all over the shop. But this whole idea that uh, they're like, you know, he's a man of faith. Fine. Be a man of faith, dude. But this whole idea that you can't be a man of faith and also be a massive cunt is fucking... It's got to go. Dude, you can be an atheist and be an absolute legend. And you can also be an atheist and be a fucking serial killer. Just because you go to church on Sunday doesn't absolve you of anything you say or do until the following Sunday. You know, it's not a fucking nicotine patch. You don't just go in and say a few Hail Marys and get a free pass to tee off on everyone for the next seven days. You know, I can't just get on Twitter and say fucking, you know, all Asian people deserve to be hit by a bus and then be like, don't worry, I'm a man of faith. What are you fucking talking about? You know, oh, no, it's all good. I actually read Leviticus during the week, so I'm allowed to say that. You know? Dude, Israel Folau, get the fuck out of the NRL, dude. I'm not in for it. So not in for it, dude. 
You know, as if the NRL doesn't have enough problems. God knows what these blokes are up to in the preseason. You know? If the NRL let Izzy Folau back in, it is just going to... It's going to... It's not going to be good. I'm pretty sure they already have a round dedicated to, like, supporting gay people or something. Do they? Isn't there, like, an LGBT awareness round or something? They all wear the rainbow laces. Have I made this up? I don't really watch that much rugby league. But yeah, dude. Israel Folau. I'm not in for it. Okay, I'm not in for it. And I think you should absolutely hit the bricks. And yeah, I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't like it. Too many contradictions. Too many people picking and choosing. Like, you know, like people want to say, like people who obviously have a problem with gay people want to fucking get on Israel Folau's side as if he, like, I don't know why the fact that he said all drunks, adulterers, liars, and thieves should burn in hell doesn't resonate with anyone else besides me. Is no one else doing all four of those things every fucking weekend? Because I am. You know? What, what's going on? Is this is this receiving no traction with anyone? I don't know. I'm not on the easy train, dude. I'm on the pain train, okay? Timmy Payne, there's a leader. You don't see Timmy Payne telling me to burn in hell but if, if tim Payne did tell me to burn in hell i'd seriously consider it because he's a fucking leader okay but that is the pod for this week um yeah cracking cracking stuff tell a friend spread the hype around um even though i'm not doing any of the festivals this year i will tour okay that's a promise gonna it's probably gonna be second half of the year because um you know, as we just saw with Perth, you know, one guy licks one guy, that's it, dude, you know, and so I'm just sort of, I don't know what to do. Um, anyway, so thanks for that. If you'd like to tag a friend in a stand-up video on Facebook, it's always helpful. Maybe shoot someone a YouTube link, tell someone about the pod, and just bloody get around it, you know? Just on here recounting losses like they're fucking wins, dude. That's the vibe. And uh, thanks for listening. Way too long, way too long. Yeah, and I can see the ground now. I'm way too gone, way too gone. Cause these people got me fucked up. Yeah, they got me way too wrong, way too wrong. Now my mind's trying to me, don't you wait too long, wait too long. Oh, I, oh, I, oh.